0: To all. Today's office is Miguel Doftes Zion. We are starting Test Vavamudabez, the sixth to last word on the Daf. And today's office is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas Rab Yaakov Mashiach, her Nisham Shadavan Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas Rabbi Yachamil Mardachai Ben Reb Chaim, his Nisham Shadavan Aliyah. We had just said that Hashverish couldn't sleep, so he asked for the Sefer Zachroynez, the Book of Chronicles, to be brought. And the Gemara tells us, Vayyimatse it was found written. The Gemara asks, Kasami, by it should have said a writing was found. A writing implies that it was written a long time ago, because this was written a long time ago, what Mardachai did. Why is it to say Kasav implies that it was written just now? So the G Teaches us, Shimshai, who is the scribe of Achashverosh he was actually one of Haman's sons, and he was actually influential and in getting the Bismarck to be stopped being built about 16 years prior. He was erasing this entry that had something positive about Mordechai, the Gavriel Kaysav, but Gavriel Hamalach, he was writing that entry in again. So it was being written right then. Amravasi says, just like when we have something written down here. If it's for the merit of Klai Israel, it's not erased. We see it, this entry regarding Mordechai wasn't erased for sure, something written up in Shemaim that's for the benefit of Klal Yisrael, for sure, it's not going to be erased. The Buzik says They told Achashverosh that nothing was done with Mordechai, and Mordechai. It's not because they love Mordechai; they said that son is because they hated Haman. The pasuk says that Haman was coming along to ask Achashverosh to hang Mordechai in the gallows, asher that he prepared for him. Tana He actually prepared it for himself. So now, after Haman suggested that this person that the king wants to honor should ride his horse and wear his clothing, so Achashverosh told him you should do that to Mordechai Hudi that sits in the gate of the king. So he dissected Pasak. First he told him say the Mordechai. Amreley, so Haman asked him, Manu Mordechai, which Mordechai? Amrilah Hashvair told him Hayhudi, the Jewish one. Amralei said, A tuva Mordechai There's a lot of Jewish Mordechai. Amralei told him Hayosh Bashar Melch, the one that sits at the gate of the king. So Amrale Haman tried to get out of it and he told Achashvair, Shouldn't it be enough for him if you give him a village or if you give him a river, he could collect the taxes. So Amrelay Hashvar told him, that you should also give him Altapel Don't give up anything that you spoke about. You should do Everything you said, and so the pasuk says, "Vega Haman Salvoshev." So Haman took the garments and the horse. He saw that the Rabban were sitting in front of Mordechai, who held chas kmitzah and Mordechai was teaching the rabbanin how to do hilchas kmitza. Kmitza is the fistful that the kain has to take from a mincha. And the reason why he was teaching them hilchas kmitza is because this was Pesach, and on Pesach we take the carbon eimer that has a kmitza. So even the Mordechai, the apikle kiblay, once Mordechai saw that Haman was coming to greet him, v'sus se mecher and he had his horse with him, Mirtas, he got very afraid. Amal hul he told the rabbanin, "Hi Roshia le nafshi kazi, this Rosh is coming to kill me." You should go away from him so you don't get burned with his coal. But he shot at that moment in satif Mardechai. Mardechai wrapped himself in his tallas, v'kamuel etzaisa, and he got up to Davin. Also Haman, v'yaso Kamayu, Haman came and he sat in front of them. V'airich and he waited at the salt Mardechai until Mardechai finished davening. Amrulhu, so he asked the chachamim over there. But my aski, so what are you learning? What's the sagia? Amrulai, they said. Besmash besamikdashkaim. At the time, when he had the besamikdash, ma demisnativ mincha. Someone came and he donated a mincha. Maisi molly comes to the salt. He would bring a kaimetz full of flower or mezcharpulei, and it was atoned for him. So Amrulhu, and said to them, Your claim full of flour has come and has pushed away my 10,000 talents of silver that I paid for the Jews. So Mardechai turned to Haman and he said, "Russia, you evil person. If an Evan bought something, who owns the Evan and who owns the Nechassim? Obviously, if evad buys something, it automatically belongs to his master and you're my evad. So if you bought the Jews, they really belong to me. So now, Amr Haman told money, Get dressed in these clothing, and ride this horse, and ride this because that's what the king wants from you. Um, I told him, I can't. I have to go to the bathhouse. I have to take a haircut. It's not proper for me to be wearing the king's clothing, looking like this. I've been fasting. I can't do that. I have to make myself presentable. So in the meantime, Shadr-Ester, Esther Esther had sent for and she detained all the bathhouse attendants and all the barbers. So there were no bathhouse attendants or no barbers to be found. So Haman himself brought Mordechai to the bathhouse and he actually attended him. And he went to his house and brought scissors. And he himself cut Mordechai's hair. By the When he was cutting his hair, he felt faint and he groaned. And Armerle, so Mordechai asked him, "Why are you groaning?" armor he said, a A person who is more to the king than all of his nobles." Obviously referring to himself. Now he just became a bathhouse attendant and a barber. So Armerle, Mordechai told him, "Russia, weren't you the barber of?" Kfar Kartsum. Anton was actually taught that Haman was actually the barber of this place called Kvar Kharzum for 22 years before he became elevated to his position. Now, Shaklin after he gave him his haircut, he dressed him in the clothing. So he told him, Sok, climb up onto the horse, and ride it. So, Haman told him, I can't do that because my strength is weakened from all my fasting. So, Gachin, Haman bent over Vasalak, and Mordechai climbed on him to get up onto the horse. Kisalak, as he was climbing up, but he kicked Haman. Haman told him, like Ksevelchu doesn't say in your Taira, When your enemies have fallen, you're not allowed to be happy. Or like he said, That's talking about a Jewish enemy. When it's talking about you or Russia, Ksevelchu says, You shall step on their high places. So the Pesach tells us that he brought him through the streets, and he called down in front of him, So shall be done to the man whom the king wishes to honor. When he was going on the street that Haman lived on, His daughter who was standing on the roof, she saw him, suffer. She Thought, the one that was riding Avua, that's her father. Behind The one that's walking in front, that's Mardukai. So, the back. He She took the toilet bowl and she threw it onto her father's head with all of its contents. So, he raised his eyes and she saw that it was her father. She fell from the roof onto the floor and she died. And that's understanding the Possek. Mardukai was returned to the gate of the king. He says, so He went back to fasting in his sackcloth because this was the last day of his fasting. And, Vahamanid HaFalok. Haman was pushed to his house, he was in Aveil, he was in mourning, and he was of covered head. Aveil Al-Bitai, he was in mourning over his daughter that died. Vachafui Raj, he was covered in his head, Al-Shiray, that which happened to him, he had the toilet thrown on him. The Pasak says, By Saperham al Zarish Ishtal Haman told over everything to Zeresh, his wife and to all of his loved ones. Now Karilhu ayavav, it calls these people's loved ones, but in the same Pasak calls them chachamav, his wise ones. It says, so, explains why they're called even though they were his loved ones, because feel. Um anyone that says something wise, even if he's a non-Jew, Nikur Khacham he's called a wise person. So they told him, Imi Zara Yudim if Marachai is from Zera Hayudim, so you're not gonna be successful. Amruleh they told him, Imi Shar Kaasi Yahluslay. If he's from other Shvatim, so then you'll win. But Vi Shavit Yhuda or Binyoman Viphrah Munasha, if he's either from Shaivit Yehuda Binyam and Ephraim Umanasha, La Yahlslay, you're not gonna win. Yehuda, how do we know he's not gonna win if Marachai is from Shaivit Yehuda, the Chiv deposit says, Yodcha ba'rfayvecha, your hand is on the nape of the neck of your enemies, and inoch the other ones, the Khsib Bhut says about them, Lifnea, Frame. Arouse your might, and they told Haman, "Ki you will surely fall in front of him." Why do we have these two nafilas? They told him, "Uma this nation, the They're compared to dirt, and they're compared to stars." When they're down in the dumps, they go all the way down until the dust, all the way till the dirt, very low. But when they're brought up, they go all the way up to the stars. The pasuk says, "The ministers of the king came vayav hilu, and they hurried." Molamis teaches us sheevu bebahala. They brought him. He was in such a confused state. Now at the second feast, Esther told Achashverosh, "Kinim karan niva ami from my nation were sold. Ki ein atzar sheevu benezekamelech. For the enemy isn't concerned about the damage to the king. What was she telling him? Amrulai. She said, Sarze eina sheevu benezekamelech. This enemy of mine doesn't care about damage to the king. Ikanibav vashti. He was jealous of Ashti. He cut on. He had her killed. Hashda iknibididi. Now he's jealous of me. Onibay lemiktel and he wants to kill me. He doesn't care about your damage that your queen is going to be killed. So vayemel Achashverosh. Vayemel Esther Malka." Hashver said, and he said to Queen Esther, So Lemeli why do we have this double Vayomer? So Amr he answers, but originally when he used to speak to her in public, I Turgum, he used to speak to her through a spokesperson because he didn't think she was very important. Even to Amrale, once she told him they you know that I come from Shol, meaning I come from royalty, Miyad right away. It says Vyarmal Esther Malka, he told Esther Malka he spoke to her directly because she was Khashiv, she was from royalty. And the Posak says, Vatimer Esther, and Esther said, "Ish Sarva Ayev." we have this evil person, Haman Huraze, this evil Haman. So the question is, why did she just say Haman isht sarva ayev hara hazeh. Why would you have to split it up? Isht sarva ayev haman hara hazeh. So, our Rebbe he says she was actually pointing at achashverush, saying isht sarva ayev, and then ubal malch v'sater yada a malch came and hit her hand klabe haman towards haman, and that's why it says afterwards haman hara hazeh. Now the pasuk says the king got up in his anger and he went out to the garden, and then it says the king came back from the garden. Ma kima we compare his returning to his getting up and going. But just like when he got up used really angry. So too, when he came back from the garden, he was still angry. Why is that? To Azal, he went into the garden but they looked like people. They were uprooting his really precious trees. And he asked him, what are you doing? They said, Haman told us to do this. So he was so mad that Haman said to uproot his trees. He came into his house and he was really mad. And then the pasuk says, Haman was falling on the bed. But now we ask, it says, he it says that he was falling? It should say that he had already fallen on the bed. What does it I mean, he was falling. So Amra Abelazar, he says is teaches us Shabbal Malach viyipila alel. A came and kept on knocking him onto the bed. So it looked like he was attacking Esther. So Amr said vaimi beisa vaimi bara Woe on the inside, woe on the outside. In the inside you're trying to attack the queen, and on the outside you're having them knock down my trees. So therefore the pasuk says Melech the king said Hagam lichvashamalke imibayis. Are you also trying to conquer my queen with me in the house? So Vayemrach Harvina Harvina spoke up and he said Hey, why don't you take the gallows that Haman made and why don't you hang him on his gallows? Now Rabbi Lazer he says. Chavainu was actually Russia with that etza. He had actually plotted with Haman to kill Mordechai. But once he saw that he wasn't going to be successful because Haman was going from bad to worse, so Miyad he ran away. He basically ditched Haman. That's the understanding of the passage. It says, and he will throw on him, meaning Hashem is going to throw on someone, and he's not going to have compassion. He's going to run from those who he originally gave assistance to. This is talking about leaving someone whom you were originally with, but you see it's not going well, so you run away way. So Havreinah wasn't exactly a tzaddik. And the Pesach tells us that after Haman was hanged, and the king's anger abated, why is it we have to have a double lashon? It could have just said, why Shachacha? So we say, one is the anger of the king of the world, his anger abated about the Jews bowing down to the idol of Nebuchadnezzar, as we had mentioned previously, and one is the anger of Achashverosh. For some say, the anger about Esther and the anger over Vashti. So we're going to go a little bit off topic, and we're going to be discussing Yosef after we Himself to his brothers, the Passock says, To everyone, he gave each person a change of clothing, and to Benyamin, he gave five changes of clothing. So the Gemara asks, Is it possible that something that Sadiq, Yosef, he suffered with that thing itself? He's going to stumble with that thing. Because of the weight of two slime of fine wool, that Yaakov added on to Yosef more than his other brothers, he gave him a little bit more than the other brothers. And his of One thing led to the next, and our forefathers ended up going down to Mitzrayim. So how is it possible that Yosef he suffered from this jealousy that his brothers felt towards him? He's going to do the same thing to his brother Yaman and give him more than his other brothers. So Amram Yom Bar Yefes he answers Rama's He was just hinting to him. She Ben Menu that he's going to end up having a son. who's going to go out in front of the king. Mechamishal in five different garments of the king. She'namer. It says about Mardechai. So it says that he went out and. Five different garments of the king, so that's what Yosef was hinting to when he gave Binyamin five garments. Sadly, we just mentioned something about Yosef that had to do with Mordechai. We just continue with Yosef. The pasuk says, He fell on the necks of his brother Binyamin. Asked the Gemara, and How many necks did Binyamin have?" So, Blazer he says, "No, ba'al shnei mikdashim." He was crying over the two batei mikdash shasidim le'ez bechal Binyamin that are going to be in the portion of Binyamin v'asim le'charv they end up being destroyed. And it says in the pasuk, "Binyamin ba'al tavar cried on his <laughs> neck ba'al mishkan Shiloh. He was crying about the mishkan in Shiloh. shasidim le'ez of Yosef, it was going to end up being in the chiluk of Yosef, v'asid licharav, going to end up being destroyed. The pasuk says, "V'hinei nechem rise, and behold, your eyes see, ve'enei achi binyamin, and the eyes of my brother binyamin." Amr b'lazer, what was he saying? Amr he told them, "Kashem she'en believei binyamin achi, just like I have nothing against binyamin, my brother." Shlohei b'michirasi, he wasn't involved in selling me. Kachin believei alechem, I have nothing against you either. Yosef said, "Kipia m'daber alechem," that it's my mouth speaking to you, and now we're going to make a contraction of the words "kipi kifi kain libi," just like I'm speaking these words with my mouth. That is what's in my heart. I'm not speaking one with my mouth and. Have a different feeling in my heart. The pasuk says, "To his father he sent the following ten chamirim loaded up with all the good of Mitzrayim." My mitov What exactly is the good of Mitzrayim? On Rabbi Yom Blazer, Shachal Ya'in Yoshein. He sent him old wine. Shedaz Zakenim Neichem Menu. That old people like this wine. The pasuk says, "His brothers went and they fell in front of him." On Rabbi Yom Blazer, Hainu Tamri Inshi. That's understanding what people say. Halab Be'Idnei, a fox in his times. Segidle, you should bow to him, even though a fox is lesser among the animals. At the end of the day. Day. if his fortune is shining for him so all the animals even ones more chashv than him should bow down to him the same thing Yosef he was less chashv than his brothers nonetheless they should bow down to him because at the end of the day he was a king the Gemara says Talah you're calling Yosef a fox why is he any less than his brothers that doesn't make sense the Gemara says you're right he's actually not less than his brothers itmar, if it was stated this is what he was stated on the Pesach says Yisrael, ha-mito. Yisrael, talking about Yaakov he bowed down towards the head of the bed and he explains a fox in his time you should bow down to him even though Yosef was lesser than Yaakov because he was his son, still, at the end of the day, since he was a king, Yaakov bowed down to him. And the pasuk says, that he comforted them, and he spoke to them. He told them things that would be accepted to their heart. What did he tell them? Just like ten candles weren't able to extinguish one nair, you weren't able to extinguish me. How could one candle establish ten nairs? I can't really do anything to you. And now back to the Megillah, the pasuk says, after Haman's death, Demise, Lahudim Haisha, Ira, Vasimcha, Vasas, Vikar. To the Yidin, there was light, happiness, joy, and honor. Now, what's this referring to? Amra Vahudim, he says, Ira is actually Zutira, this is referring to Tyra that they were able to learn properly. Vachain Uemrit says in the Possack, Akinar Mitzvah, Vitira, R. Simcha, what's that referring to? Zayantev, that's Yantev that they were able to keep properly. Vachain Uemrit says, Vesamach, Vichagecha, Sasin Zumila, they were able to do Brasmila, Vachain Uemrit says, Sasa Nechelimar and Vikar Elut Filin, this is referring to Filin, Vachain Uemrit says in the Possack, Vero, Ami Arts, Kishem, Shem, Nikar, Lecha, He says, this is referring to Tefillin Shebarosh. and the Miguel lists all ten sons of Haman. Vespar Shandasa, Dasa, so on and so forth. Aseres bnei Haman. Now Amar of Adin Menyafa, he says Aseres bnei Haman, the names of the ten sons of Haman, and v'aseres, the word Aseres. Afterwards, Tzarech L'Merimrinu shima Achas. You have to say them all in one breath altogether. Don't stop at the end of the Aseres bnei Haman and not say the word Aseres together with them. Now, my time, why should you say them in one breath? That's because kul kun masayu, They all died at the same exact time. And Ammar B'yechin, says Vav Deveizasa the of the name Vaisasa, Tariq is it has to be elongated, it has to be very long. Vav, take a look at the Megillah, it's actually very long. de Librais, like a pole that's used on the river, Librais that prevents the boats from bumping into the rocks. My time away is that. Kulabachad is Da Kifu, that's because they were all hanged on the same pole. And Amr Abchanin Rapapapa, he says as follows, Darsh of Shira Ishkar Tamarta, Rav Shila Ishkar Tamarta, Hidarshin, Kola Shira is all the Shira's in the Torah, Nichtavais, they're written, Ariach Ha Gabal half a brick on a whole brick, and a whole brick on top of a half a brick. So just to get it clear, Ariach is half in Lavena as whole. Take a look at the tire where there's a shira written. For example, Az-Yashir and B'shalach. The empty space of the shira is double the written space. So on one line, in the middle, there's writing, with the space to the left and right of it empty, and on the line underneath, it's the opposite. The middle of the line is empty, double the of space of the writing above it, and the writing is actually in both sides of it. Hence, half a brick of writing on a full brick of empty, and a full brick of empty on half a brick of writing. So for somewhat of a visual, take a look at Auerdaf itself. The narrow lines on top are like the shira with Rashi and Taisviz the empty space on the sides, and then the wide lines of the Gemara imagine that they're actually empty, so the wide lines are double the width of the narrow lines. After 11 lines of wide lines, and narrow again, and then they widen at the end once more. That's how the Shira looks. But now that's just a regular shirah in the Taira. Except for this Shira of Aserahs Bnei Haman and Umach HaKinan, when we list all the kings of Canaan, that's in Sefer Yeshua, that's half a brick on half a brick, whole brick on top of a whole brick. What does that mean? The sons of Haman are written one on top of another at the beginning and at the end of the line, with an empty space in the middle going all the way down, and my time will why is that? So that there shall not be any getting up from their fall. Imagine someone's falling through an empty space, so he can catch his footing if there's a platform in the middle, like Shiras Hayam. There's writing in the middle of the line. But by the sons of Haman, as they fall through the empty space of the parchment, there's no way to catch their footing, symbolizing that they're never going to arise. And the pasuk says, "The king told Esther Malka, that in Shushan Abir itself, they killed five hundred people, and they hung the ten sons of Haman. And he continued by telling him, and "What else did they do?" In the rest of the kingdom. So it seems to be that the king was very upset at Esther and he was yelling at her, like, how many people are being killed? And then all of a sudden, at the end of the Pusak, he stops and he completely switches gears and he says, Oh, Mabakasha what do you want? I'll give you anything you want. So Amr he says, This teaches us that a Malach came and smacked him on the mouth. He was in the middle of yelling at Esther. He wasn't happy that everyone was being killed. And then a Malach came and smacked him. And then all of a sudden, he stopped and, like, kind of shook his head. He's like, Oh, okay, fine. You know what? I'll give you anything you want. The Pusak says, When she came in front of the king, Omar Imha She said, with the safer, meaning she had this. De- decree that was written up that we're going to destroy the Jews and she went to the king to try to plead the case. The Gemara asks, Amar, why is it the Pesach uses the Lashen Zachar? Amar, Amrami Bayolei? It should say that she said something. She was coming to talk about the decree so it should say, Amraim sefer. So Amra he answers that we actually are learning something completely different and this is not talking about what Esther told HaKashverosh. Take out the words Amrali, like, because it doesn't really fit with the girsa. What are we learning from here? Yimer Masha We should say with our mouth what is written in the Sefer, what's written in the Megillah. And the Megillah says, says, Divri words of peace and truth. And Amar Abtanchum and Amrilo and some say it was Amar Abasi. Malam, and this teaches us that the Megillah needs Sirtut. It needs to have the lines etched into it like the actual Torah. The Torah itself has It has the lines etched into it and so too the Megillah needs that. And the passing the Megillah says, The words of Esther established these words of Purim. The Gemara asks, The only thing that caused about Purim to be established was Esther and her words and everything that she enacted but not all the Tzimus and all the fasting and everything that everyone was involved in. So he says. No, we actually have to piece two p'sukim together: the previous pasuk and this pasuk. Devarat Zaymais, which is the end of the previous pasuk, Umamer Esther and the words of Esther. Kiem esimea parma That's what brought about establishing Purim. The pasuk says, Kimordecha Yehudi, Mishal he was an important advisor to the king. The Gadolai Yehudim, he was great among the Jews. and he was liked by most of his brothers. The Gemara asks, Not everyone liked him; only most of his brothers liked him. The Gemara answers, Mamas teaches us, men who the Sanhedrin that some of the Sanhedrin actually distanced themselves of Mardechai, over here is referring to his brothers in Sanhedrin. That's because after he became part of the king's palace, so he actually decreased in his Torah learning, so therefore they decide to stay away from him, and it's only right Echov liked him, but not everyone. And now we continue with this teaching. Amar Viesv, he says, learning Torah is greater than saving people. Obviously, if there's something that's Bikoach nefesh, you have to stop learning, you have to help that person, but that means learning Torah is greater than potential saving of life. The reason why Mordechai decided to stay in the king's palace is because he realized that he could be influential later on in the future, and that's why he stayed. But. A wasn't actually a matter about Sasnfasha's. But we see that learning tire is actually greater than Ats of Fashes. The Mechar Khashval Mardechai Basar Daled originally mentions Mordechai's name after four people, Basar Khamisha, and afterwards it mentions his name after five people, showing that he was demoted a little bit. Ksev, originally it says Asher Boim Zrubavel, the ones that came with Zerubavel, Yeshua, Nechemia, Suraya, Reylaya, and Mardechai Bilshan. So he comes as number five over here, and afterwards, meaning after he took this position of importance in the government, it says Habaim Zrubabel, the ones that came with Zerubabel, Yeshua Nekham and So we see he's mentioned number six over here. And Learning Tyra is greater than building the base of She calls Mancha Baruch As long as Baruch was alive, Ezra didn't leave him and go up to help build the base of It was only after Baruch, who was Ezra's Rebbe, died. So then Ezra went to go build the base of We're gonna stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with another memoir with how great Talmud Tyra is. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.